Mavs fans, and welcome to another episode of Mavs Content Crazy. I am your host, David C., as always. Hey there, Mavs fans, and welcome to another episode of Mavs Content Crazy. I'm your host, David C., as always, and in today's episode, the Mavericks do what they do, taking down another top team in the East, the Miami Heat, 127-113, to and our Maverick team now has a chance to create a little space in the fifth seed. So, as we get into this game this was a good matchup for the Mavericks. This was a game that we absolutely had to have after the catastrophe that just happened to us on Sunday, losing again to the Sacramento Kings. The Mavericks had to do something to right the ship and do it against a good team. Now, as I say that, it, it's kind of funny because the Mavericks now, after beating the Miami Heat, have won seven of their last 10 games and all three of those losses were losses against the Sacramento Kings so <laughs> on the plus we will not play them in the playoffs <laughs> we don't have to worry about seeing those Kings and seeing um, their young guys just go to town on us but um, the Mavericks are really on a good streak right now. Winning seven of the last ten, as I said, and doing it against some really good teams because, as I just said, we struggle against some of the um, non-contender teams in the league because I'm not going to call them soft or weak anymore because how can I? They keep beating us. Um, but the Mavericks tend to do very well against some of the better teams out there, and it showed against this Miami Heat team now. The Miami Heat themselves are coming in winners of seven of their last nine. So also on a good little tear for themselves and playing good basketball. Bear in mind, Jimmy Butler didn't play in this game, but neither did Chris Stapps Porzingis. So we're both missing one of our stars. So uh, th those two kind of cancel each other out as far as what they bring to the each other's teams. So I, I can still say that this is a great win for the Mavericks because they were missing a top guy and so were we. But the Miami Heat came out in this game and came out strong. It it, it really looked like it was going to be one of those same old, same old games with the Mavericks where just one guy goes absolutely nuts against us. And in the first quarter, he really did. Trevor Ariza went out of his mind in the first quarter against the Mavericks. I believe scoring 16 of his total 18 points that he scored in the game in the first quarter alone making almost every shot that he took, started off the game with a three-pointer, and then just continued to hit them like crazy in the first quarter. And it was easy to think while watching this, well, here we go. When it matters most, we're going to kind of fold a little bit and um, lose our fifth seed. And that just didn't happen. The Mavericks fought back. They got back into the game. Of course, a lot of that had to do with Luka early in the game, where he was able to get to a lot of his spots and get some of the things that he really likes to do out there. And he, again, didn't need to be the main vocal point because the man of the match, the guy of the game, again, was Tim Hardaway Jr., who did get the start in this game as Rick Carlisle decided to change things up again, which he's been doing a lot to the lineups here over the last few games. 
Um, and he did it against Knight where he benched Dwight Powell for Willie Colley-Stein and put Tim Hardaway Jr. into the starting lineup as well. So he, he changed a little thing up again and it definitely did something because Willie is a guy who seemed to bother Bam Adebayo in this game. But um, we'll get to that here in a second. But as I was saying, Tim Hardaway Jr., just had an absolutely insane game in this tonight. He tied a Maverick record with 10 three-pointers in this game, which was should have been broken. He, he had an opportunity to hit a couple of three-point shots at the end of the game, but couldn't put him down. If he had hit any one of those last three-pointers that he took, he would be the leader in the Mavericks history as far as three-pointers made in a game. But he did tie the record uh, with George McLeod. Um, 10 three-pointers in the game so that was great to see from Tim Hardaway Jr. We needed a game from him like this into the starting lineup and with Luka. Obviously we know he went crazy uh, last week without Luka in the game but at least we got to see it now with him and Tim just made shot after shot especially in the fourth quarter when things got um, were in the third quarter I should say when things were a little bit close still Tim decided to just absolutely go crazy and just hit shot after shot to make sure that our lead was pushed out and right where we needed to be going into the fourth quarter. Tim Hardaway had 36 points, four rebounds, and one assist, going 13 of 24 from the field and 10 of 18 from the three-point line in his 33 minutes, along with one block. So just a huge game from Tim. And he said it meant something to him being out there Um in the arena where his dad obviously has his number hanging in the rafters up there. Um, and, and it was a game that he really wanted to play well in, and he definitely did. So it was good to see that from Tim Hardaway Jr. I hope he can still keep that disposition when we're not playing in front of his family or in front of his friends, because <laughs> we all know what he does. When he went off for 30-plus points in the last game, it was because his dad was actually in the arena, and then he does it again tonight with some friends and family around too. So uh, I loved it on um, Valley Sports Southwest post game they actually interviewed him and asked him why doesn't he travel his family around with him for some of these games and at this point I'd have to agree why would you not at least take your dad with you if you can <laughs> to some of these games because when he's there and when family is there Tim just plays absolutely lights out he wants to put on the show for his friends and family and he always does and he always wants to play well in front of his dad and he does as well so I'm gonna need a uh, Tim Sr. to definitely travel with the Mavericks when the playoffs start because <laughs> we're going to need some of that magic that he brings with him. But to get this kind of performance from Tim Hardaway Jr. against a good Miami Heat team, because even without Jimmy Butler, they are still a good defensive team. Obviously, as I said, one, winners of seven of the last nine and just a good team in the Eastern Conference. So um, for Tim to do it against this team, I think means a, a little bit more for him. So just a great night from Tim Hardaway Jr. Obviously, as I said, the man of the match, the, the guy we couldn't uh, really talk about anyone else before we talked about him. And then we get on to the guys who helped the Mavericks pull this out. And of course, the main one being Luka Doncic, having just another Luka-type game. He didn't go crazy on the scoreboard, but he scored when it mattered. He scored when the Mavericks needed to take the lead. And then, of course, he was able to rest in the fourth quarter. And that is hugely important as the end of this season winds down. 
anytime the Mavericks can get a chance to take a lead on a team by a large enough margin where Doncic does not have to come back into the court, that is a great thing. If we can play the fourth quarter like we did in this one without Doncic, that is great. We need as much rest for him as possible. And I know everyone loves to say, oh, he's 22 years old. He doesn't need rest. I understand that he's 22. He's also a human being who's going to go ahead and play 72 games this season. 10 games still less than a regular season, but that is a ton of games. And especially with all these back-to-backs and only one-day rest games, every human being is going to need some rest out there, especially when you take some of the licks that Luca takes while driving to the rim and being as physical as he is on the court. So it's good to get that from him when we can. But Luca tonight also was just dishing the ball around like he does. Luca had 23 points, 12 rebounds, and 8 assists, going 8 of 15 from the field and 5 of 10 from the three-point line in his 30 minutes. So, like I said, 23 points, 12 rebounds, and 8 assists. If the guys are going to keep making shots, Luca's going to be getting a lot more triple-doubles as the season winds down. And we're starting to get a little bit of contributions from everyone out there, especially with some of these beautiful passes that Luca gives them. We're used to seeing it all season long where Luca finds guys all over the court wide open and they're not making the shots. And it's good to start seeing some of those things go in for the Mavericks here now as the regular season is winding down because we're going to need every bit of confidence they can get from guys like uh, Dorian Finney-Smith who in this game, it was his 28th birthday. So happy birthday to Dorian Finney-Smith. Had 12 points. Four rebounds and three assists, going five of six from the field and two of three from the three-point line in his 33 minutes. So, an efficient night for Dorian while playing some great defense out there. The Miami Heat are a team who do have a lot of firepower, so it takes a lot to defend those guys, even without player like Jimmy Butler out there on the court for them. Now, a guy that we know has been struggling in our starting lineup lately and has been driving everyone nuts on the fan base right now is Josh Richardson. Obviously, it's no secret, he has been struggling um, these last months, two months of the season. It has not looked great for Richardson. He has dropped in every statistical category in points per game, rebounds per game, assists. Everything has gone down for him as far as this season averages go. And he's just not playing the best basketball of his career right now. But in this game, he did have some three-point shots made and actually went crazy in the fourth quarter after uh, getting benched in the third quarter. So good to see him come back with a little bit of fight and a little bit of purpose and for him to come out and um, still play and play efficiently as he did in this game as he had 17 points, one rebound, and one assist, going 6 of 11 from the field and 3 of 5 from the three-point line. So a good night from him in 22 minutes. No, not, not a bad deal for Richardson. Again, a guy who didn't play heavy minutes in this game, as most players didn't. Um, Willie Cauley-Stein, who was the starting center in this game tonight, as I said, played great defense on Bam Adebayo. 
it, it got him out of rhythm early, and he could never really get into his game. We're, we know what Bam can do. He's a guy that gives so much to the Miami Heat. And in this game, he almost had a triple-double himself, but at least we were able to control him as far as scoring in this game. Bam had 11 points, 9 rebounds, and 11 assists. So a great game from him in his own right. But still, he's a guy who's usually going to give you closer to 16, 17 points a game, and usually against us. Um, he gives a little bit more than that. So it was good to see Willie competing with him and really making things difficult on Bam early in this game. And it carried over for the entire game for him. So even though Willie's numbers didn't appear to be that great, as he only had two points, three rebounds, and one assist, only going one of two from the field in his 18 minutes, it was still good to see him at least bother Bam out there. You're not always going to get huge scoring performances from your centers, especially the centers that we have right now. But it is good to have them play good defense because Brendan Haywood was not a guy who gave us a lot of offense in the 2011 run, but he gave us plenty of defense and that's what mattered. And the same thing went for Tyson Chandler. We can deal with just decent nights on the offensive end as long as you give us a ton on the defensive side. So when you look at the starters, you look at everything, Willie was the only one who didn't score double digits. As I said, he just had two points, but played great defense out there tonight. Dorian had 12 points. Richardson had 17 points. Doncic with 23 points. And Hardaway Jr. with 36. An impressive night overall from everyone helping into the starting lineup. And then when you're able to get contributions from the bench, it makes all the difference for this Maverick team. And everyone in helped out in a big way when it comes to what they gave off the bench in the time that they played. Dwight Powell was the backup center in this game, even though Nico Melli did get a little bit of a run. Um, but Powell was basically the primary backup and really showed that he is pretty much indispensable for this Maverick team right now. He does play solid defense now, and he does seem to get his um hands in the lane a lot and influence a lot of uh, some of the passes and gets a lot of deflections and things like that lately for the Mavericks and um has become a guy that when he rolls to the rim is just a weapon for Luka right now and it's funny because we just haven't seen it all season long we've only seen it recently and it makes you wonder if it was just something Carlisle has just been hanging on to in his back pocket just waiting for the uh postseason to come around before he decided to pull this wrinkle out and make sure we got it down uh, pretty solidly before the playoff run. But you never know. Um, but either way, Powell has really become a guy who is important to the Mavericks right now, especially from the center position. Powell gave us 7 points, 10 rebounds, and 3 assists, going 3 of 4 from the field in 28 minutes, along with 3 steals and 2 blocks. That is a beautiful stat line for Dwight Powell. Again, I don't really expect him to do this night in and night out, but it's starting to become so much of a regular occurrence that you really cannot say that it's not something that he can continuously do because he keeps doing it. So I don't know um, if Powell can give us numbers like he did tonight against a good Miami Heat team, against some of their good centers like Deadman, like Adebayo, it is good to have that kind of production and very important to our team making this playoff push and making sure we stay out of that play-in tournament. So another great night from Powell. And then the other guy who gave us a great scoring punch off the bench 
like he has many times throughout the season, is Jalen Brunson. Jalen tonight had 19 points, 1 rebound, and 2 assists, going 7 of 12 from the field and 2 of 5 from the 3-point line in his 18 minutes. So again, giving great production in the time that he was out there. Less than 20 minutes, actually scored more points than minutes played in this game, and that's pretty efficient for Jalen. Um, we know he can struggle from time to time, and he has struggled quite a bit lately. For him to have a game like this where he has uh, everything kind of going for him, it's good to see, important to our team, and is just something that we need to make sure he continues with that confidence as we wind this uh, regular season down. Now, there is a guy that I have to absolutely talk about because in the minutes that he played for the Mavericks tonight, he was definitely noticeable and I probably disrespected him a little bit last week when I com was comparing him with Sadiq Bey and what he's given to his team as far as uh, uh being the draft pick that came after him but Josh Green tonight absolutely played great for the Mavericks and important minutes when it mattered he really gave the Mavericks a just jolt of energy and rebounding and just high efficiency in what he was doing out there. Josh Green played his best game as a Maverick, in my opinion. And obviously, it's a real, real small sample size, but it doesn't really matter because he had a great night, and that's what we need to see from him. I don't know if he will continue to give us nights like this, but if he does, it can only help us, especially in very limited minutes. Josh Green had four points, four rebounds, and three assists. Going one of two from the field. He did miss his only three-pointer that he took. But he still had three steals in 23 minutes. So he was a plus 17 out there on the court tonight. Important, important minutes for him and his confidence. And he is a guy who just gives us a little bit of a different wrinkle when we put him out there. He is a high-energy guy that we just don't really have on a night-in and night-out basis. So for him to come in and give us this kind of energy, it is something that can really help this Maverick team. And I think, actually, we um, undervalue the importance of uh, a jolt of energy from someone even younger, because we even know our guys are young, first of all. Let me not act like our guys are a bunch of old guys out there. They're, they're all relatively young themselves, but a lot of them are veterans at this point. It is a good thing to have just that useful energy that can really... Uh, get everyone going because when you see the young kid out there giving his all, diving around, flying out of bounds, saving balls, it just kind of makes you want to join the party a little bit and uh, get excited with him. So I think it can be helpful for the Mavericks when the playoffs come around. Again, that being said, I don't think he will really see the court for us in the playoffs. But if he does and gives this type of energy, it is something that can really throw teams off as far as what they expect for them from our Dallas Maverick team, especially as what we do out there um, as an offense and, and what we have as far as the player personnel. Now, another guy who has also been getting his game rounded into form is Trey Burke. He only played six minutes in this game, but still had five points going two or four from the field. So good to see that from him. Good that he's still able to give that kind of uh, energy in very limited minutes. Again, a guy who almost scored as many points as minutes played. So that's important for the match. Because we can't say it enough. We're going to need our entire team ready to go when the playoffs start. We're going to need everyone um, with high confidence, with 
good energy and feeling like they're in the flow of their own game as well as our offense. So I can't say that enough how important it is for these type of games from some of our other guys out there. As I said, Richardson got most of his points in the fourth quarter. And again, that was probably because the game was kind of like getting out of hand, but I don't really care. I just want to see him making shots and being efficient while doing so. So um, important for everyone on the Mavericks to get what they got tonight because I know Mavs fans it can get very disappointing when you watch losses to Sacramento and stuff like that but let's just put this into a little bit more context we have beaten a ton of really good teams over the last few weeks but have have lost to Sacramento three times it's just a crazy anomaly those guys for whatever reason match up well against us and just have dynamite games even without <laughs> missing key guys from their team like they did uh, against us on Sunday. So just throw that out the way and just look at the great performance that they did against the Miami Heat in this game because the Mavericks now after this game are still in the fifth seed in the Western Conference. Now, um, the Mavericks, the Lakers, and the Trailblazers each have 37 wins at this point. But the Blazers have one more loss than the Lakers and us. So that still keeps us uh, ahead of the, the Blazers as far as record goes by a half game. And then, of course, we own the tiebreaker with the Lakers. So that keeps us in the fifth seed. So every game is hugely important to the Mavericks right now. And it's kind of good that we're playing some good teams right now because we play better against the better teams in uh, the league. So uh, important game for the Mavericks to come out and play like they did tonight. And they did by doing this and winning over the Miami Heat 113 to 127. They managed to keep themselves locked into that fifth seed. And man, you just can't really get <laughs> much more excited than you get after watching some of these games. And especially after beating the Miami Heat, it always feels good to beat Miami. Um, and especially in a dominating fashion like we did in this game. Because the final score doesn't really uh, show justice to how much of a blowout this game really was. The Mavericks were never in any sort of trouble. And were in total control this whole game. And <laughs> the Miami Heat just had no answer for everything going on out there tonight. So... A great win for our Mavericks, and now they have to get ready to face another really good team in the Eastern Conference, the number one seed, the Brooklyn Nets. And we take them on on TNT at 6.30, so a national television game, a big game for the Mavericks. And after this great win over Miami, it would be so sweet to go on and play the Brooklyn Nets and take a victory there so a great win a great night for the Mavericks and let's get ready for these Brooklyn Nets so that's going to be it for today's episode Maz fans I hope you enjoy what you heard if you did make sure you hit that subscribe button like follow and share with your friends and I hope you listen to the next time Maz fans thanks a lot